Hey everybody, welcome to Tech Thoughts, show about tech advice, a short how-to, and why you should care. I'm Art, the cute one. And I'm Jade, the smart one. And this is a mini-sode. It's like Tech Thoughts, but faster. Yeah. Okay, so the Apple in the episode's title is just us rubbing it in their faces. This one you said is about USB-C. It's a compact connector you may have seen on your smartphone, if you don't have an iPhone, laptop, and or tablet. And just recently, well, okay, Apple's been making a fuss. USB-C. Lesser, but more accurately known as the USB Type-C connector. USB Type-C? Oh, hold the gosh darn it, what happened to A and B? If you've asked what happened to A and B, you may be old, like me. So... As a quick primer, USB stands for Universal Serial Bus, and it has been the ubiquitous connector used for, well, everything? You see, in the late 90s, USB came to save us from the plethora of connectors around. Did you need to connect a keyboard or mouse? You better use a PS2 port, not a PlayStation 2 port, mind you, an IBM Personal System 2 port. A port that's been around since 1987, and it had six whole pins. Why is this relevant? Data. We'll get to it. <laughs> Have a controller? Well, you better use your game port! Actually about the size of a DVI connector, but at 15 pins. What about a printer? Well, I hope you have a parallel port! A big old chonker with 25 total pins that could run at a blazing fast speed of 150 kilobytes per second. Later, up to 20 megabits per second. Compare it again to DVI connectors, it's wider than that was. I'm amused only because I'm realizing now that the only reason I know what a parallel port looks like is because of keep talking and nobody explodes, which says something about how young I am comparatively. But whatever. Uh, USB came to give us a universal port, a port to end all ports, one port to rule them all, however you want to put it. And it did just that. USB became popular for being easy to use and being just faster at 2.0 if compared to the parallel port and more space efficient than all of the other ports. USB started with just the USB-A connector, a rectangular one that you still likely see and use that started with four pins at version 1.0, going to speeds up to 1.5 megabytes per second, then 12 megabytes per second at version 1.1, evolving to nine pins at 2.0 at up to 480 megabytes per second, and then 20 pins at USB 3.1 going to five gigabytes per second? Yes. Yay, I did that right. I'm so bad at reading numbers. USB 3.2 also exists as a standard, but it has had many names over the years with different specifications. We won't bother listing the speeds, but check out these names. USB Gen 3.1 Gen 1, which is, by the way, what original USB 3.1 is. USB 3.1 Gen 2. USB 3.1 Gen 2X. This is worse than the way the Xbox series names their consoles. I hate it. Oh yeah, I cut it off. It's actually Gen 2 by 2. Anyway. Ugh. <laughs> okay. USB Type-B is a more squarish connector, often found in early printers and external hard drives and storage media. It's had revisions up to USB 3.0, though the 3.0 variant is not backwards compatible with the 2.0 ports. It has a weird tumor growing out of it. It's very strange looking. It's like this little extra box. And now we have USB Type Mini-B. Oh yes, USB has had a weird time with smaller variations of the connector, starting with Mini-B, meant for mobile devices, a little thick but way smaller than standard USB-A or B. Then they had Micro-B, which is a much thinner connector, and they all had the same drawbacks. Reversibility. Yes, yeah, so USB had this little problem with the law of USB superposition, where, and this is a joke, but I swear it's real, actually, 
It takes three <laughs> tries to correctly orient a USB device while plugging it in. Right, so maybe for this reason, or just because they're special little macaronis, Apple invented the lightning cable for use in their mobile phones to replace the venerable iPod 30-pin cable of old back in 2012, and it had a huge claim to fame, reversibility. Now, at the time of release, 2012, this was pretty special. Reversible goes at USB 2.0 speeds uh, and can charge up to 2.4 amps at 5 volts, 12 watts. Right, special for 2012. See, the connector hasn't changed since, and iPhone users have been limited to these speeds and have only gotten a charging bump of up to 20 watts as of the iPhone 12. Want to know what can charge way faster than that? USB power delivery over USB-C. Check out our episode on fast charging to learn more about that. Season 3, episode 23. Right, yes. So we have USB Type-C now, a reversible connector, like Lightning, that can support USB 2.0, 3.0, 3.1, Thunderbolt, a fast-as-heck standard from Intel, and USB 4, Thunderbolt, made a regular standard. Through USB PD, it can charge up to 100 watts of power and is using things like laptops, monitors, as a display cable, providing display port over USB-C, and yes, phones. Jade, feel free to go on and roast Apple. Apple has dragged their feet refusing to put a USB Type-C port on their iPhone, even though their iPad line and even Mac computers have them. And now the European Union has finally decided to approve a law to make a common charger port for all smartphone and mobile devices. After tracking this to Parliament since 2014, <clears throat> back when USB Micro B and Mini B were way more relevant, they chose USB-C. A good choice for the current day, but Apple's been throwing a fit since it even looked like it could pass as a law, claiming that, quote, we remain concerned that strict regulation mandating just one type of connector stifles innovation rather than encouraging it, which in turn will hurt our, <coughs> will harm consumers in Europe and around the world. We look forward to continued engagement with stakeholders to help find a solution that protects consumer interest, as well as the industry's ability to make, uh, to innovate and bring exciting new technology to users. Protects consumer interests, says the company that glues their phones together. Protect consumer interests, says the company that stopped including chargers in the box first. Ugh. Oh, sorry. You gotta protect the consumer interest in lightning to 3.5 millimeter connectors. I literally, I'm so angry that I just had to buy a separate USB-C to 3.5 millimeter dongle for my iPad because my iPad doesn't have a lightning port. My lightning to 3.5 millimeter dongle doesn't work for my iPad. So if I wanna connect headphones to my iPad, this is what I have to do. I hate it. What the fuck, Apple? Oh, it'll work on your framework. Yeah, that's fair. Um, although the framework also has a headphone jack, so I don't have to worry about that. You're right. You should get a framework laptop, not sponsored by framework. Go on. <laughs> on that note, we're ready to wrap up for today. If you want us, if you want to hear us plug more products that totally aren't secretly sponsored by LTT and we're just doing free work for him at this point because why not? You can check out our after show which is live on our Instagram at Tech Thoughts Podcast every Friday at 8pm ET. You can also check out our website which is techthoughts.gay. Yeah, and you can see all of the resources to the stuff that we've talked about in this episode in our not description over there. So yeah, and with that, that's another mini-sode complete. Bye! Bye!